0: grand, rising, and priming powerful beings. Shout out to you. It's the Holy I'm going to be talking about breaking trauma cycles. It's the holiday season, and a lot of times we can keep repeating the same seasons over. Each season happens for a reason, but we are also the master of what we see and enjoy in the season. So today I'm going to be talking about breaking trauma cycles because, look, We don't have to keep experiencing the same thing from year to year if we can decide how we're going to be. Not because everything has been figured out or you're so-called healed, but because part of healing is creating new pathways, new memories, new experiences. It's like changing the rhetoric, changing how it happens every year. And I just want to start up with the courage, with the energy for Monday before Thursday rolls around to just say that you can actually change the, the, the trajectory, trajectory, the direction that you know you're about to head towards or that you may not know what you're about to head towards. Just decide. Pleasantness. I choose to be pleasant. I choose to be joyful. I choose to enjoy what it is that I have going on. And once you change, when you say it's all about pleasantness for me in this season, then guess what? Something powerful may happen. So keep tapping into this episode of Ed Talks Daily as I talk about breaking the trauma bonds, letting go of the trauma bonds and deciding how you want to be in this season, let's get it. Ed Talks Daily is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a holistic mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and in-tune spirit? If you want to learn what holistic living is all about and get motivated to keep sharing the gift that God gave you, and stay healthily, holistically. Ed Talks Daily is for you. Go to edtalksdaily.com if you want to subscribe or just open your favorite podcast app and say, subscribe to Ed Talks Daily Holistic Lifestyle and Motivation, and you're going to be able to listen to this on your own time. Now that we got some of this out the way, I just want to talk to you all about breaking the trauma bonds, breaking the trauma, the strands of trauma that has been repeatedly and affecting your life in a limiting way. Now, negative or positive is, is a, you know, you might look at it negative or positive, but limiting or empowering, we're going to talk about it. Somebody says if the link to my podcast in my bio Ed talks daily, you should be able to get access to that. So limiting or empowering, what's limiting versus empowering? I don't like to talk about this is negative or this is positive. Have you ever been around somebody who was just expressing themselves and everybody thought they were being negative or like, why are you bringing this up right now type? But it's not, the person was not being negative. There was actually just expressing what was happening and actually they wanted it because they couldn't hold that in anymore. So they had to express themselves, but everybody at the table thinking that person being negative, like, no, your cousin wasn't being negative. Your cousin was just expressing what they were going through. But where they're staying in a limiting state or an empowering state is a different way to look at it. What do I mean by that? Limiting mean are they staying in a state where they're actually robbing themselves and others of joy, or are they staying in a state where they're empowered, where they're actually staying more in their power and being more in joy? Now what do I mean? Let's say somebody is around you and they're only angry all of the time. Wouldn't that be a limiting emotion because they don't have to be angry? They actually can be like an adult and communicate and love and express or be passionate without necessarily anger. Yeah, of course, first somebody can be passionate without being angry, right? So something is limiting when it actually, it obstructs your point of view. So you can't see that there's more available for you. Limiting means that I'm so anxious and worried right now that I can't even think of the gratitude or the blessings or the things that I have going for me because I'm, I'm stuck to, to anxiety and I'm stuck to worry. Now, is worry and anxiety a bad or good thing? No, it's a happenstance. It's emotions. These things are like this, right? We're worried, we're fearful, they're not bad or good. They just can be limiting or empowering. Limiting means that you can be at a better state, but you're not at the better state because you're past in a stuck, old state. So how does that affect our interactions with our families, and how does that affect how we do in certain environments? I just want to remind you to stay more in your empowering emotions rather than your limiting emotions. Like somebody says, anger can be a good thing if you know where to put it within life. Exactly. Sometimes, look, there was one point where Jesus got mad in the Word It was when he saw people were selling in front of him. But he made a statement with his anger by turning over all the tables to show you that, look, this is not acceptable. Anger says, this is not acceptable. The more you become an angry person, people just say, that's just the type of person you are. If Jesus got angry all of the time, people wouldn't have taken him seriously. Oh, that's just angry Jesus. But because Jesus got angry one time really crazy, like, went on him, people said, oh, I know what's happening here, we need to stop, right? So emotions actually well u- utilized, it becomes more empowering for you when you need it. So you don't wanna be known as the angry person or uh, that's just the negative person of the family or this is, b- because people associate you based on the emotional states that you're at, it becomes your emotional, it lingers, right? So here's what we're gonna do. And here's what, actually, here's just my advice, let me put it right, all right? Here's what I suggest. I recommend that in this season that you make a deliberate, determined effort to say, I am not going to continue the cycle of limiting emotional states because that's how I went through in the past. I'm choosing how I want to be now that I'm growing and healing. You want to hear me on that? Let me just suggest something to you to say, I choose not to be stuck in my limiting emotional states because there's more available for me out here than how I used to feel the emotions i used to feel not that it's unjust not that they should not be expressed not that i should i should all i should should all over myself about this no just because in this season i'm going to decide that i'm not going to show up to the table with resentment and anger i'm going to decide i'm not going to show up to the table with blame shame and guilt i am going to decide i'm not going to show up feeling unsuccessful because my mom was like where's my where's your girlfriend or where's your boyfriend or where's your husband? Or where's your wife? Right. I'm not going to feel like that. I'm actually going to come to that table. Even if those questions get asked, I'm going to t- respond to them in a way that says, oh, actually, I spent the last couple of years finding out who I am. I actually discovered who I am. I'm in love with the real version of me. And I haven't gotten my boyfriend or girlfriend like you always ask me every year. But I've gotten something a little deeper than that. Can I share with you my the, the self-love journey? How I love myself and learn how to love myself. Instead of like, oh my God, why? Instead of being hijacked by your emotions of the past, I want you to step into the empowerment of knowing what you was doing, and speak your truth without blaming, shaming, or making somebody feel bad for asking your question because they don't they didn't mean it. They don't mean it bad. They don't mean like, oh, where's your husband? Where's your wife? They don't have bad intentions. They're just actually they want some grandkids, right? And they need to kind of remind you that, you know, they can't have grandkids without you going out there and doing your thing. Somebody says, well, I don't have to get married. Well, you know, that's another story, right? But what I'm saying is questions people usually ask you that may trigger you is not actually something that they meant to trigger you. Not not that they're a bad person. They actually just had a question and they asked and uh, they were being a human and let them be humans. Can we please let people be human in this season? Yes, we're going to let them be human. So here's another thing. One of the things is To heal, you got to almost be like a child, but you have to stand in the power of being an adult. Here's what I mean. Be open to tap into the stuff that hurts you, but be open to close yourself off a little bit from all that things that hurt you. So that way you can just enjoy the moment and create new pathways. Here's what I'm saying. What if you had a childhood trauma? Is the time where you're supposed to be joyful and thanks, the time that you shouldn't put that on everybody at the table, right? Maybe it's not the right time. It can be. It can be that moment arises and you're like, now is the time for that healing to happen. It can be. But it doesn't have to be if it's not the right time for it, right? And how do you know what the right time is, right? Check your intention. What is really my intention here? Have we reached a, have we reached a moment where we can actually express and talk about this? Or have I been just holding this, waiting to spit it on everybody and not understanding what chaos it might bring, right? Sometimes the family healing does not mean that you take the skeletons in the closet and bring them out. Sometimes family healing means you wear a new suit of armor, right? So that way you can say, we're changing the rhetoric. So here's what I mean. Maybe like if anger is a major thing amongst your family, maybe this time we need more peace and, and cordialism or whatever that is. We need to be more in one. We should go with the intention of, look, we're going to do that. This is what's going to happen, Right? An intention to say, I want to create the positive experience and not keep reliving the old ones, right? There was a time where I felt like people didn't care about me around Thanksgiving, or I was like, nobody really cares about Ed, right? Ed is just doing what he's brought here to do, he's going to do what he brought here to do, and nobody really cares about me. That's a story. Guess what the story does? Your story creates a, a, a state. Now I'm in a state of abandonment, and nobody cares about me. You see what the story, the story you tell yourself will create a state. And the state that you stay in will determine the quality of your life. So the first thing I want you to do is dismantle any stories you've been telling yourself about what people are about you, and just let let go of all of those stories for one time. Oh, my family don't appreciate me. I'm the sheep of the family. Let go of that story. Oh my, even if it, it may be true or partially true, right? I just want you to say we're gonna let go of that story. Um, well. My whole family is is planning against me. I'm the one that they they don't like. I don't want to go against me. Oh, oh! My whole family don't see what I'm doing, so they don't really care about what I got going on. They just think that I'm whatever, right? Oh my! I just want you to let go of any possible thing that you've been holding on to, and that you've been suffering for the last couple of years of your life. I just want you to let it go, right? So before then, I just want you to imagine that you, I literally. Walked around and you forgave everybody around the table before you got on the table. Y'all want y'all hear me? Literally in your mind's eye, walk around the table, forgive everybody on that table before you sit on that table. Why would you want to walk around in your mind, see everybody on that table, forgive everybody in that table? Because you don't want to bring the resentment to that table when you get there, right? Because to some extent, we all may have resent. I resent your ways, but I love you, right? I love you, but I resent some of the things you did. Right, so if we can forgive before we sit at that table, then we can bring on the love, bring on the joy, right? Instead of bringing on the resentment. Now, somebody says, "Well, shouldn't we heal during this time?" Yes, let's make healing something you do all year. Let's make part of the process healing because you were pleasant in that. You was like, "Man, I, I never think I would have this positive interaction, but we did." Let's try to keep the positive interactions as positive as possible, without bringing so much fire to the table, too much fire to the heat. All right, all right. Even if you sit amongst your enemy, break bread in peace. This year, break bread in peace, right? Because that's how we, we build new neural pathways. That's how we we literally break trauma bonds and create a new a new culture, right? That's this, my whole message today is we want to create a new culture. Not that we're ignoring stuff. Not that it doesn't matter. Not that we're ignoring the pain. We, we touched the pain. We're in touch with it. Now we're just deciding to transmute our pain, right? We want to transform our pains. We want to heal from the traumas. Y'all feel me? If, if this is making sense, comment, I feel you in the chat. Let's see who's who's paying attention. If this is making sense, comment, I feel you, right? There's a reason why I'm bringing this here. Every season, I used to feel a certain way, not necessarily because that thing was happening in that season, but because I was happening in this season the same way it happened last season. You hear me? Every season, I used to suffer certain things, not because the same things were happening again, but I was happening the same way, expecting those things, therefore I literally attracted things that I didn't want anymore because I was still in the same story, which created a state which then got me standing up in a certain way, my stature, the way I stood up. So in this season, I don't, I'm do not i not thinking of the same stories, so I'm not in the same states, therefore I'm standing up a little differently, a little bit more confidently, right? So I, want, I just want to empower you to do the same thing because this is how we're going to create a new pathways. There we go. Somebody fills me up in here, up in here. So here's what we're doing. We're going to transform our lives by transforming our state. I want you to do this all weekend, all week, all week. Every day you wake up, what was the term, rise in prime? Every single day we wake up, we want to get ourselves in a loving, positive state because guess what? We don't want to keep suffering abandonment We don't want to keep suffering grief. We don't want to keep suffering anger. We don't want to keep suffering these limiting emotional states because it happened then. Whatever happened then will happen again unless you decide how you're going to happen. Let me say that again. Whatever happened then will happen again unless you're very intentional and deliberate in how you're choosing to happen. It does not mean you're about to control situations. It don't mean that you're about to control everything and everybody. No, in fact, you're going to relinquish your need to control. Part of letting your ego go is letting go of your need to control. So what does that mean? Just as much as you're going to be very intentional about what you want to create, you're also going to just be as you just be, right? Don't expectations often list to disappointment because we have an appointment with something that we didn't have an appointment with. That's an expectation. Is that you appointed yourself to this happening without you knowing that that was going to happen and it didn't happen, now you feel bad about it. So, one of the major things is not just to be intentional, but to let go of expectations. Actually, not somebody says, if you expect the least, you'll be disappointed. You're still expecting least. Don't even expect least. Don't have any expectation. Somebody says, oh, what do you mean? Isn't, should I not have hope? Yes, you should have hope. And the only expectation you should have is, I have an expectation that, you know, good vibes may happen. I have just, maybe I just... I have hope, let's say, I have hope and expectations for good things to happen. Not specific good things, just good things. I don't have any, I don't expect the worst. In fact, I don't expect the worst. I hope, I'm hoping for the best. And we could probably say, let's switch expect with hope. I'm just hoping for the best, not specifying what the best is. I just hope that we're going to be pleasant, and I'm intentional about creating the pleasantness. But if it doesn't happen the way I want it to, I'm still going to roll with it, and I'm going to happen positively regardless. What if you walked into every environment with this sort of attitude? How powerful do you think that will be in how you show up in the rooms that you show up? Write that down. How powerful? I think I got a poll up and the post says, are you willing to break the trauma bonds, right? How, how powerful will it be that if you said, I'm choosing to let go of my expectations and I'm going to trade my expectations for appreciation, Okay. Another thing is, too, Tony says, trade your expectations for appreciation. So what what do I mean by trade your expectations for appreciation? What if instead of expecting your family to be a certain way, expecting your spouse to be a certain way, expecting your friends to to do certain things for you, what if you just appreciated them? Right. What if not only did did you appreciate them? But what if you just made a decision that you're going to appreciate the things? Because guess what Thanksgiving is about, y'all? Thanksgiving is about giving thanks, not receiving thanks. Look, those who give automatically are receivers by their own giving, right? Those who are in gratitude get what gratitude brings, which is abundance. So I want you to give and then forgive. Like in this season, breaking trauma bonds have to do with giving and forgiving that's when you are really become appreciative when you are giving and forgiving right and somebody says what should I give just thanks thanks for the people around you right thanks for thanks that you're you are actually blessed and favored right just give thanks right just give thanks like that, that your parents actually took care of you maybe they didn't do a great job to, to, to your standards, by the way. They did a great job to what they had. Maybe emotionally they wasn't there for you like they should have, to their standard. Maybe they wasn't even there. Right, Giving things is getting to a point where you not only can you give the idea, give somebody benefit of the doubt, give them gratitude, but it's also forgiving them, understanding that maybe they weren't perfect. But even if your parents was deadbeat, they're not even in your life. Here's what, they, here's what they do. They still gave you life. Giving things is, oh my goodness, this person wasn't even there for me at all. But guess what? If it wasn't for them, I want you to do this statement. I talked to y'all about my stepmother and all these things and how that affected me emotionally. I talked to you about my dad and all of these things, are, are whatever, because I know that stories help heal. Not because, But guess what? If it wasn't for them, Think this is how you forgive. This is where gratitude comes from. This is how healing happens. And I think this was a perfect follow up for it, because after the, the fact that I thought I thought about the abandonment, how my stepmom would go months and months without talking to me if I did something that she didn't like, and if I finally spoke up for me, it's a big issue. So I was like, but but even that, this is what I think. If it wasn't for her, right? I talked about moving home and the challenges I had moving home sometimes coming home late having to sleep outside or like having a bed in the, in the house but I didn't have money to buy a bed and I had to sleep on this little thing but there was a bed but because the bed was not supposed to be used I couldn't sleep on that bed but what what if it wasn't for them what would that be how would they have been here like I talk about challenges but honestly they were character building moments and they were do something about your life moments if it wasn't for them right? So even though I we talk about our traumas and how it affects us, on the other side of it, it's still like if it wasn't for this person, I would have been where I was. So we got to give thanks by forgiving, by give, by understanding that when we change our expectations for appreciation, we start to see things that you, that you didn't actually, that you had. The other day, somebody commented on my post. It was like, yo, I remember like, yeah, you slept in your car. You was running your mobile personal training business and you fell on some hard times and eventually... Um, You decided that you needed to be in the right state to build to go to the next level, that you couldn't wake up living the way that you're living. And God had to demote you to promote you, so you ended up moving home. But look, at least you had a home to move to. That changed my whole mindset. I was like, damn. Some people don't have families they could go back to. At least you had a home to move to. Like, if it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for them. Yeah, you feel me? So sometimes you gonna feel bad about your situation, but once you look at it from a different vantage point, from a point of gratitude, from a point of overseeing and seeing it other sides of the situation, something else happens. Somebody says, well, what happens? What happens is you stop trading your expectations for appreciation. You start appreciating what you currently have, right? Because you can remember the moments you couldn't eat, but now you get a healthy food, you get healthy meals. You remember the moments you couldn't pay your electricity. But now you're under, even if you're sleeping on somebody's couch, now you have electricity 24-7. Remember the moments you had to go to the beach to take a shower or to the locker room or to the gym to take a shower. Now you got a shower. You remember the moments you had to sleep on whatever hard thing and you had to sleep upright or in the car and it was hot. But now you got somewhere like, yo. Know, all these things are gratitude. You might look at your life. You say, well, I'm not where I want to be. Right, this is a bond of trauma. Where well, I'm not where I should be right now, but guess what? You're you're farther than you were before. <laughs> and sometimes you may think you're not far from a materialistic standpoint, but spiritualist, as a, from a spiritual, you're further than you were before. Sometimes you can go back in things and go forward in spirit. That's called inspired. I went back in things, but I went forward in spirit. That's why I keep inspiring, baby. <laughs> Because I keep moving forward in spite of the things that happen. That's why I say, in spite is a powerful word, not spite. Some people are spiteful against people, against the past, against circumstances. But in spite says, regardless of this, I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing. And there's a power that comes out of you when you say, in spite of my challenges, in spite of my childhood things, in spite of what happened, I'm going to choose how I'm going to happen. And I'm going to be pleasant in this season. I'm going to be loving in this season. I'm going to be joyful in this season. I understand that I don't need to take all of my skeletons and drop it in one day. I'm actually going to build up a new spine, vertebrae by vertebrate, happy moment by happy moment, laughter by laughter, because this is my season of love and joy. I choose not to repeat the past. I choose not to be bounded by my trauma. I'm going to transform my life because this is my life. We don't put happy faces because everything is happy. We put on happy faces because that's how we keep happiness in our lives. You don't smile when everything is going happily and great. You smile because I smile. Even though, like, no matter what's happening, part of the smiling is part of the healing. You hear me? Smiling is the healing part because changing what your muscles is going to help you, right? Changing how you look at things will change the things you look at. When you change the way you look at things, what you look at will change. Wayne Dyer says that over and over. When you change the way you look at things, what you look at will change. Same circumstances, two different mentalities. Same challenges, two different perspectives. Perspective is the biggest thing from your life. I just want you to have a little bit deeper perspective. Okay? For those of you who are a little bit older, getting in your 30s, and you're like, man, I wish I had an immediate family. I wish I had some kids or a wife or a husband or sometimes I think about that I'm like man I wish I had a girlfriend all right I think about it, I wish I had like a wife or I had kids but then I, I got to become grateful for the season that I'm in because now God is like I'm preparing a type of man that can keep his wife and his kids right we can keep them thriving and knowing where we're going so God is like yo I I, I appreciate your wish and you be you'll get it. But appreciate the season that you're in, that it's a preparation for it. So for those of you who are like, man, I wish I had a husband, but you don't feel like you're yet a wife. God is making you a wife. So for those of you who are like, I want a family, but you're still like a kid. God is making you old so you could be an adult to, to be able to have that family. So you're not repeating the same curses. So a setback is actually a preparation for the come up. Not even a come back. A setback is preparation for a come up, baby. God tried to put you up there. He's like, yo, but we're gonna sit you back a little bit. You're gonna think you're going backwards, but I'm slowing you down to educate you on what's ready for you, okay? So God will fortify you and it's gonna look like it's it's holding, but give thanks unto the Lord no matter what happens. I reminded I'm reminded of a man named Job. It's not Job, but Job. And Job was a man of God who had very a lot of faith. And no matter what challenges God took him through sun has gone, people dying left and right, sickness, disease, trouble, chaos. I mean, everything you could think of is going wrong. Job was good, getting, he was just getting hit by life from all types of directions. He's like, I owe oh Lord, but he he just says, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. And then my man said, blessed be the name of the Lord. Can you, in your toughest moments, when you're just going through it, your car repo? Your 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 house evicted. Um your friends leave you. Um uh, people start doubting you. Women start looking at you differently, like you're a bum or nobody or you're nothing. People start talking all types of crazy to you. Your parents don't believe in you. Uh your sister, or your brother don't talk to you. Can you say the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Right? You lost you lost some people. Lost your grandma, you lost some of your homies. I'm talking about really lost, like lost, not here, transmuted into ancestor mode. Lord, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Right? Can, can you, in your darkest moment, can you in the rain dance in it? Right? Can you see the light in the midst of your dark night of the soul? Right? This is very difficult to do. Can you give thanks? When the person you wanna give thanks is no longer around because you're like, man, I'm so thankful for this person. Can you be thankful for someone who's not here even when they're not? And through your life, honor them by your very thankfulness and gratitude and love. Can you do that in spite of? It is not that we are spiteful that's going to keep something alive. It's that in spite of the anger we feel moving forward, that's what keeps passion thriving so somebody says I'm spiteful against God this person should have been here with me a little bit longer I feel you because sometimes things happen like it don't make sense like you're like like I, I'm making it funny but it's not funny but we're gonna make it I'm like how come this bum is still alive they ain't doing nothing but taking people money and buying crap <laughs> Lord please forgive me <laughs> like how come this <laughs> But my people, and somehow, like, what did they do? That's so unfair, so unjust. Like, why does some people get to survive when the other people who deserve to survive, according to what I think, is not alone? So sometimes we can feel blaming. All right? We, we blame God. I, I blamed myself one time when my grandma passed away. I went on a trip. I was just trying to make some money. Right. I was helping my grandma with her health after I finally got her to let me help her with her health. And I've been like, Grandma used to maybe you should stop eating meat, stop using the microwave. I, they're laughing at me. My grandma's going to Kens, maybe you start drinking herbs more. Let's not eat that. Laughing at me. My whole family. I'm like, grandma, I know Qigong. Let's do Qigong together. Grandma, let's do it. So grandma keeps saying no. And then I guess in my spirit, I just like, okay, I guess you don't want to do it. I guess you think I'm weird. One day I left, I went, I went to another state. I, went, I was just working on business. I was doing petitions because I got to hustle, make some money. A healer got to eat too, right? Um, sometimes it's not the healing that makes you eat. It's something else. You do something else so you can do the healing. So next thing you know, right when I first got my grandma's, if somebody has to say, yes, I can help, yes, I'm accepting your help before you can help them, right? I can't just help somebody who says, I don't want your help, right? That don't work like that. So I said, okay, so I started helping my grandma. And I finally got a yes from her, but I got an opportunity to go to out of state, which actually was very beneficial for me. And I guess ever since I left, I was that encouragement that she needed. And I and I, I I knew it, but I left for opportunity. But I'm thinking I'm going to come back to my grandma leaving for opportunity. I said, I'm going to come back. I'm only going to come back. Grandma, you're going to be here. You're going to beat this. right? right. I'm going to come back. I'm going to help you did I know that I, when I come back she wasn't gonna be here for me to help right and that created something in me and I felt like and then my mom told me my stepmom by the way and this is my step grandma but I don't call her my step she's my grandma right and I call I say mom because my stepmom she's my mom in spite of the challenges we have I give them they're my family they raised me they took care of me right so when I talk I'm talking about two different families with one family right that's how I appreciate them, right? So even when I'm like, man, I get mad at my stepmom. I'm I'm not calling you mom. No, I still do. My brain just keeps calling her mother, right? Because I have two moms according to to my life, right? So that's just how I honor them, regardless of whatever, right? But anyways, long story short, my stepmom told me something that she didn't need to tell me. She was like, before your grandma passed, she said, you see, he left so he couldn't help me. I was like, what would you even tell me right now? I'm grieving just like you grieving. Now you're telling me this. You're making me feel shameful. I'm already going through that. So I was like, man, you see, I could have been helped. my grandma. It was my fault. I didn't stay to help her. But then I remember, I was like, Ed, you know how much time you was offering your help and it was denied? And she was where she was at at the time. But it wasn't your fault. You just had to go out and make yourself some money too. You need to. It was just a job you took for a couple months. You were not directly responsible for that. And, of course, there was the vid going on at the time, and I was the vid guy who was like, don't take that, the vid scene. Don't take that. Don't do that. I was like, the guy who was like, yo, the woke one, you know, the sheep, the sheep of the family was the goat, right? But nobody was really listening. I was like, don't trust these. Boom, boom, boom. I already know they had something to do with all that. Whatever. Long story short, we're not even going to go there, right? There was blame. So what happens when we lose somebody you care about, you find reasons why it was your fault? And it wasn't. Right? You were just living your life doing something. Maybe you wasn't there. Maybe you could have been there, but you wasn't. Is it your fault? Or was it just you living your life? Right? So one of my greatest fears though was me not using my gifts to help people I love. So now I always offer them, I slide it in. Right? Until they until they get it. (laughs) So my mom complicated by sickness, I make sure I bring her some juice, vegetable juice, so she's drinking that. She probably don't want to detox in fans, but I made try sure I influence her. Now she's like, you know what? I don't even want to eat meat. I want to eat fish. I was like, great. Are you hanging around me long enough now? <laughs> so slyly, I want to help them, but I know that directly, I can't always help them. right? Because people don't always, res- like the healer is not respected in his own hometown, right? Whatever, we call it like that. Or wherever you grew up with, they probably just know you enough to know you too much, and now they don't take your stuff with a grain of salt. So I had to forgive myself I had to take the energy to honor my grandmother by saying, I'm not going to hold back what I know anymore. I'm going to keep sharing it. So now I transmuted my grief into an honor, and from that moment on, that's when I started to be unapologetic as a healer and sharing what I have and motivating people and being more raw, right? I'd be like, I'd be more raw now. Like, I give it to them bitter because they need it sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) Right, Because when I was kind, oh, you might want to do this. It was different. Until I was assertive, my assertiveness says, you better do that. (laughs) So now I'm learning, that came something out of me. So I said, you know what? I'm not going to make this make me feel bad. I'm actually going to decide how I want to be. How I want to move forward. How I want to honor those I love. So I turned my grief into honor. So you hear me? See, we have to turn our grief into honor by forgiving ourselves, by forgiving others, by letting go your hurt against God. God didn't do it. Life happened. Let you say that. God didn't do it on purpose. Life happened. God didn't do it to you. Life happened. Because life happened to all of us. God didn't just do that to you. Right? Life happened. But guess what? Through you and through that life happened, God is still doing something. So God didn't do it to you, but life happened. But even through the happenings, all things work for the greater good. Even through it, something positive comes out of it. But God didn't do it to you. In fact, somebody said, well, did he do it for me? No, he kind of did it, but it formed you. It just happened. Right, so don't go out here blaming God for your troubles. In fact, you should be thinking, God. God, thank you that you believe that I'm so strong that I could handle these challenges. Apparently you got somebody much stronger on the other side. I appreciate you, Lord. <laughs> God don't give you nothing you can't handle. So you're like, man, God, why did I have to go through all of that? God's like, because I knew how strong you were. So I knew you could handle it. Not I wouldn't put the, I wouldn't put some other people through that. Because I know that would be the end of them. But I knew that was the beginning of your real you, So I put that in your way. Yeah, I did. But take me later. You hear me? You hear me? Y'all yeah, hear me. Okay. So intermission for some of the questions, answers. Listen, y'all. Detox is how I help people lose weight. Detox is how I help people. I help people with lifestyle plans. I'm a holistic lifestyle coach. So I guide you through a detox. If you want to do that, no, no, December first to the twenty first, I'm having a juice feasting detox program. That's going to be major for most most things. Whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, whether it's losing weight, whether it's all types of illnesses, whether it's just resetting your lifestyle, detox with me December first to the twenty first. We're gonna help y'all. All right, so join with me. We, we're gonna help you. We're gonna we're help you on that. So I'm a lifestyle coach. I don't provide solutions to heal your disease. I provide solutions to keep you living healthily. I provide solutions to help you actually supplement some of the nutrients that you need. I provide solutions to clean out your cells, Right. I don't help you heal anything. I just help you heal so that way your body can heal itself. I help you prevent yourself from getting sick through certain lifestyles. so that's what I do. Y'all want more information? Don motivator.com I got you. December 1st to the 21st, we'll be detoxing with the tribe. Now going back to the subject. Detox in December, baby. We're gonna get this part again. Every day you're gonna get a text message. Every day you get a message from 1 to 21st Day by day, video by video, letting go by letting go. we're going to week two juice feasting. Week three, we're going back to herbs and going to soup and stuff like that. So don't miss out on that. Detox in December right after Thanksgiving. Okay. Now, going back and finishing on that grief. Now, we're going we're gonna to end out the tone of grief because grief is a subject that can be painful to even just talk about, right? But there's beauty in pain when we learn how to transmute it. I always say grief in itself, imagine if somebody was at, at the table you're going to be at. You're like, this person could have been at the table, but they're not. Let's replay some of life by telling stories about them in their life, right? And that in itself will make that a way to positively, well, I'm not going to say positively, still empowered in your grief. Not with blame or shame, blaming God, blaming yourself, blaming family members, but with appreciation for the person by honoring them through their own lives. And somebody says, is that a eulogy? Well, yeah, let's say that. Almost like, even if they're not there, you're telling stories of them as if they were. And you're making it clear that let's not all feel uncomfortable. Let's enjoy their presence even if they're not here. So it's a pleasantness you bring to say, I know this person is not here with us this year. But he's still here in spirit. Let's she's still here in spirit. Let's let's be let's make them. Okay. So we want to be able to do that. Once again, I want to do a linear podcast. I can't answer too many questions right now. So I want you to really think about. What are some people you really love, no longer in your life? And how are we going to go about loving them? How are we going to go about appreciating them? How are we going to go about literally saying they're not here, but they're still here because they live in our hearts? And then we're going to be able to come together, heart together, heart together, heart together, heart together, loving one another, treasuring the people who are not here, with love and appreciation by keeping their story alive, by sharing their story, sharing some of their goals and dreams, and even thinking about, like, how can we actually honor, like, if I was to pass away, I want my plans to carry out, right? I would love for the tribe to grow to where it is. There are healers coming together, even when I'm not here, Rising Prime is still going, somebody takes advantage of that, keeps it going, that the podcast, Ed Talks, Daily could keep going, that I can keep my brand going. Like, if I was to pass away, and any time, so apparently people commenting my passing away already before I even got out, they're like, they're going to take you out. I'm like, come on, why y'all speaking that negative in my life, right? But if I was to pass away, and I'm already planning for that, even currently in my life, being young, right? I want what I have invested to go out. Right? I want my podcast to be out. That's why I put everything out for free. That's why I'm going to keep it out for free. Same, same likewise. And it, it hurts me to think about it, but... One of the major things of truly living is to be okay with your death, right? So what are the major things that we want to say? How would I be able to bring out what somebody was out trying to bring out and honor them with that? In their honor, right? That's that's a, that's a gift you can give, right? A gift of bringing out what they wanted to bring out. You know that person has a great art? Let's see if we can get that art sold. You know that person had some songs? Let's see if we can get people to hear that song. Because guess what? You want to keep the legacy of someone living, find what they're passionate about, and keep that fire burning, baby. Right? And make it that the way you treasure them. Right? Put that in your, in your family gatherings. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that's how we, we, we grieve in a way that's healing. And we act ourselves into making peace knowing that this person can never go away because they live in your hearts. And now you're making sure by being very intentional that that person is actually not just living in your heart, but by treasuring and passing on what they gave you, you are making them sure that they live in other people's hearts. And that's why one of the major things that I, I even think about, it, I was like, man, I got to get my uh, nieces and nephews to like me enough because <laughs> I don't have no kids. I was like, man, somebody got to Gotta do this, somebody gotta know where this stuff is at. So I'd be thinking about that. How do I keep legacy going? If something unfortunate were to happen to me, right? If if I didn't get a chance to reveal the gift that God gave me to its maximum before it was time for me. So it was like, how do I keep that going? Right? How do I keep that legacy going? So we can do that for the people, our ancestors, even when they're there, not there. I guess for you watching here, if something had happened to me, I just want you to share my videos, post some on your stuff, share my podcast episodes like, send them to people, um, I'll be living on forever. I'll never die. <laughs> I done, added enough value in my voice circling for hours and hours that I can't die because, like, oh, you know who the listen motivator is? Yeah, I know who the listen motivator is. That's who the listen motivator is. Like, I remember, I, I listened to this stuff. I watched this content. Then I can never die. You get what I'm saying? So we can do that for the people we love um, because we say, you know what? This person will never die in my heart and I'm going to do my best to share them. Not... Not the fake them, but the real them. Not the, oh, he worked there? No, the person you know that you know that you knew. That everybody else didn't know, but you knew that person. That's the person I'm talking about. And, you know, maybe you might have to write a little book about him, Right? And some, they don't have to be macro. Don't have to be, oh, the whole world got to know this person. Just at least the people who cared about him, got to know about them. So that's the way that you treasure the people you had in your life that you no longer have. And this is part of this season. Okay. My messages are usually in alignment with what's happening because um, I speak from the heart and from the spirit, and I just feel what I feel. And if it's going to help you heal, I'm going to share it. So I appreciate y'all for tapping into this episode of Ed Talks Daily. Once again, this is a podcast. You can listen to this every single day at edtalksdaily.com by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. If this was fire, drop some fires in the chat. Let me see how, how useful this was for you. I just want to get, get, get to know who's tapping in and whether this adds value to you. You can subscribe to the podcast. But One of the major things I want to say is if you're on Apple Podcasts or you're on Spotify, please leave me a review that's going to help spread this. right? Because you're watching this, listening to it as a live video, but those who listen to it later listen to it as a podcast. That means on their own time, they're able to go and listen to it on my website, they're able to listen to it on Spotify. They're able to listen to the Apple podcast. There we go. I see the flames. Um, I see y'all drop the fires in the chat. This was fire. Um, they're able to listen to it continuously. But here's what here's what happens. Apple podcast, Spotify, they don't know that you care until they know you care. And they don't know that you care just because you listen to it. They know you care when you, make, when you leave a review. So if you're listening, I need y'all to go leave your boy a review. Even if you're just watching my podcast, you literally just watch the podcast. So you go to edtalksdaily.com or you go to um, Apple Podcasts, Ed Talks Daily, Holistic Lifestyle Motivation. Spotify, Ed Talks Daily, Holistic Lifestyle Motivation. Amazon Podcasts, Ed Talks Daily, Holistic Lifestyle Motivation. Leave like a five-star, right? Somebody gonna say, can I leave a three-star? If you're gonna leave a three-star, why go, why, why go, why go live, a, why, <laughs> leave a five-star review and then put something there that you know not have any But be real about what you said, if it ain't good, I guess you can go rated too, uh, but I wouldn't want I wouldn't ask you to do that. <laughs> so y'all go ahead and support your boy. Go to Ed Talks Daily and uh, leave a leave a review. And then the last call to action is this: for those for those who awesome, I'm on the f four you page that's great. For those of you who say I want to be closer to the tribe, I want to be closer to you, I want to tap in, I want to get your messages, I want to get free resources. I don't, if anything is to happen, I want to be the first to know. Text me, right? I'm going to put that number, text my number, 561. Somebody commented for me, 561-510-9605. Text Ed Talks, Ed Talks, to that number. You're going to get access to my text messaging community. I'm going to send you empowering messages every week, and I'm going to let you know when I got special workshops and things happening. And of course, you're going to be get, get part of the inner circle. And that's how I stay communicated because if anything was to happen to my TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, then I got you on my text messaging. So, you go to 561. you text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605. And then that's how you get added to the text message. I'm going to say it again. 561-670-510-610-9605. event says 06. (laughs) <laughs> y'all go ahead and text that number I'm at you Remember You have the unlimited power To choose joy over, over sadness To choose peace over chaos To choose empowerment over limitations To choose healing over trauma bonding But it's up to you y'all It's up to you It's up to your decision to say I'm going to actually decide to be happy And not sad I'm going to decide to be joyful and Not sad I'm going to decide to be content, not sad. I'm going to decide to be at peace, not in chaos. I'm going to decide to heal and not repeat the same ruin again. When you decide that and you say, you know, today I'm going to make it the best day. Today I'm going to communicate effectively. Today I'm going to be more empowered, loving, giving thanks, forgiving. And guess what? You're going to align yourself with the God power inside of you. And you're going to find yourself building momentum. So now you can reveal your gifts, reveal your goals, reveal what you have to offer to the world. Because that's how you let your light shine, is when you're no longer bounded by your traumas. So let that pain go so you can grow. (laughs) Let that pain go so you can grow. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it, baby. It's the Holistic Motivator. And shout out to everybody watching this episode. Go to edtalksdaily.com or text edtalks to 561-510-9605. Peace. Y'all have a good one. See you when I see you.